Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to be talking about a, uh, well, one of the newer offshoots of the grander Mormon movement. <laughs> and sort of what that means in the... Oh, I hate that phrase, Mormon movement. Eh, the LDS movement. I, it, I mean, it is a thing. I don't know. I, it's so stupid. We're going to be talking about <laughs> offshoots of offshoots and yeah. all sorts. Like, yeah. and, it's, and it's not just a Mormon phenomenon, but the fact that it happens the way it happens with Mormonism, I feel, is like interesting. In broad daylight. In broad daylight. <laughs> they don't even have the decency to do it under the cover of night. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, so that's coming up later. Uh, yeah, we'll, in the meantime, we'll get Dan, to that. yeah, what do you got? Uh, well, something that's needed to happen for a while. Okay, uh, there's been uh, hand wringing about, which doesn't make an ounce of sense if you ask me. Okay, uh, the uh, Washington National Cathedral. Ooh, oh, so grand. It's very official. It's so official, and it, I mean, it. It's a beautiful. Building. Very big, it very grand uh, cathedral. Has Built housed tradition of European cathedrals. And, and has housed many uh, 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 an important leader in these United States. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, they have decided to remove windows, their stained glass windows, oh. that honor uh, Confederate generals <laughs> uh, Lee and Jackson. <laughs> It's taken them this long. Now, if you'll recall, um, after the shooting in um, Charleston back in 2015. Yes. Where where the nine, uh, the the, the Bible study group at the black church. Right, yeah. uh, Where nine people died, That was that kid, that that, that white kid that went in there and and shot It raised all these these issues about racism and and racism in, in, you know, churches and blah, blah, blah. Roof, was that the kid's? Dylan I don't Roof? remember the name of the kid, but I, that sounds familiar. Uh, anywho, after that, they decided they were going to have um, sort of these uh, a period of of education and reflection on the issues of race and racism in America. We actually talked about this on the show. We did. I remember. And I cannot fully remember what our perspective was at the time it's that racism is bad that was our idea was that we didn't like racism i i don't think at the time though we said why the fuck is there a stained glass window period or did we oh i think we did yeah i think we were like yeah because we talked about the fact that these these windows exist in this thing and we were just like what what the fuck? And and we there was hand wringing about about these windows, and yeah. we were like, no, don't wring your hands, just yeah. fucking take them down, get rid of them. It's the yeah. easiest question yeah. to answer in the universe. Well, they they listened. Oh, Dan. good. We have um, an effect, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, our little show. Clearly, we were the only ones to take this bold stance. Right. Well, anyway, um, the. The church has come out and said that they uh, their their mission is to serve as a house of prayer for all people, and uh, blah blah blah. Except for um, those two generals. Except for those two generals, they're not welcome. They are and, unwelcome there. Uh, the windows will and get this, okay? The windows will be deconsecrated, removed, conserved, and stored until we can determine a more appropriate future for them. They should have a hammer throwing contest. 
is what they yeah, should be doing. Yeah, except, okay, here's where I fall on that. I, I've decided that I do think that these that all of the Confederate monuments that have been put up, I think they should be taken down, but I feel like there should be a museum that can put them into context and that, that, that houses them because it is a part of our history. It's yeah. an ugly part of our history, and I don't think we should be proud of it, but I think we should acknowledge it and, and understand it and try to understand it. So perhaps I say put put it in the Museum I of Racial could, Hatred. I and, think you uh, could put a nice big picture of it. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like right. or mangle like it's a museum that has all of these mangled monuments. Yeah. And then pictures of them when they were pretty. But right. Like that would be interesting. This is this is what we do to, uh, you know, racist to racist generals bullshit. who right. fought for continued slavery in yeah. the south yeah you, you have a big a beautiful display of broken windows i i'm i'm actually down for that i'm actually okay with a that big pile of just glass right right yeah just uh this may, was once may, maybe glued down so that you can tilt it up so that we can all we don't have to look down at it we can all sort of we can see it like it's spread out or whatever but a pretty mosaic it of, can be lit in a very lovely way oh yeah i have no problem with that yeah but but um, it's broken i yeah I really think so. Because fuck them. Because fuck them. And and uh, fuck this period of time in our history when we lost sight of, of what was happening. Right. And, and and you're not talking about the Confederate period. You're no. talking about the period when most of these fucking the things 1900s, went up. In the 1900s. So right. This one went up in, the, in 1953. Right. Put up by the uh, United Daughters of the Confederacy. Right. Right. That's who, who pretty much sponsored the whole thing in an effort to whitewash, no pun intended, their history. I think the pun was intended. I thought about it before I said it. <laughs> and I decided to go through with it. <laughs> there but, you go. That, yeah. But in the 50s, this is not like yeah. th that wasn't put up to commemorate current generals. No. No. Or, or, or recently fallen generals. Right. No. This was, yeah. yeah this is an, an effort to reclaim their racist history. I'm just, past I'm really glad in that order we're... to celebrate and try to renew racism in America. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm uh, really glad that uh, that these monuments are actually starting to come down. It, it almost shocks me, to be perfectly honest, that so many of these uh, monuments are actually coming down. I'm actually surprised. I think it's amazing. It's cool. It, it, yeah. It's about fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I honestly don't know what we as a country were thinking. Well, we weren't. That's where we weren't. That's when you stopped. We thinking. we we'd we'd uh we'd lost our our perspective on yep. on this issue. Yep. And well, anyway. I'm gonna take us to another country, across the pond to the UK. Yeah. Uh, the UK. Uh where there's been a new uh a new survey uh published ah. uh talking about uh it was it was a survey of British and Canadian peoples. Oh. Uh, and it's talking... So, uh, it, there was some interesting results. Uh, it's a survey about um, belief in evolution and belief in creation stories, or specifically the, the uh, Christian creation story. Right. Uh, and it's interesting. It... it it talked to people of both people of faith and people who aren't of faith. Uh-huh. 
And here's what we came up with. Uh, okay. 19% of religious people in Britain. Uh, actually, yeah, I'll start with that. 19% of religious people in Britain found it somewhat difficult, difficult, or very difficult to accept evolutionary science. Okay. Uh, that number is 29% in Canada. Oh. Uh, however... Uh, most people do accept uh, evolutionary theory. 71% of the UK respondents and 60% of Canadian respondents accept evolutionary theory regarding the origin of the species. So that's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also what it means is that, uh, that they don't believe in the creation story. So only 9% of Britons... Except the biblical creation story. Well done. Now, well more than 9% are Christians. Right. Way more. Yes. So thirty. So that's, that's, that's shocking. They've done something right. I'm a Christian. But yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, obviously, <laughs> obviously, God didn't create mankind in six days. Or whatever. Well, I mean, it is clearly a uh, bullshit story. It's so stupid. So, it's a stupid story. I mean, like, okay, I, I, as hard as like as it is to wrap your head around somebody being like, I, I think that guy, you know, really did die for my sins. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's a different prospect entirely. That takes a different suspension of disbelief. Right. Right. That's mystical and magical and weird and what have you. But like the crea- <laughs> the creation story is just stupid. Yeah. Like just yeah, complete. All the stuff about, like, you know, making a woman out of a rib and making everybody know, like, yeah, you separated the light from the dark. Yeah. What does that even mean? Right. Yeah. The heavens and the earth. What what does that mean? He created shadows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Saw a very cute video online of of a girl terrified of her shadow suddenly discovering this shadow Aww. and running away from it. it was very cute yeah that's not what this was no uh one in five now this is this is where it gets disappointing mm-hmm. one in five uk atheists and more than one in three canadian atheists were not satisfied with evolutionary theory for what specifically they agreed that quote evolutionary theory processes cannot explain the existence of human consciousness yes it can everybody (laughs) listen you guys are supposed to be better than this so let me just categorically state i don't know that it did i don't have proof that evolution is what created my consciousness is what created our ability to be conscious or whatever spiritual thing you want to believe in but it can be through evolution Get with the program, you guys. What is it, aliens? Come on. I'm very angry about that. Apparently. I'm very frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Come on, atheists. Wow. Okay. We're supposed to be the ones who are, who are ahead of the curve on this one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> well, are you finished with that, Dan? I suppose so. Yeah. All right. Dan, you like to play with dolls, right? Oh, um, it's my favorite. <laughs> I did have a doll as a little, as a little boy. What kind of doll? A little baby doll. Really? Yeah. Huh. I liked it. And you babied the doll? I don't know what I did. I'm guessing I just dragged it around by its leg. Right. I don't know. Hit its head with a hammer. <laughs> I didn't do that. It was a soft head. It was squishy. 
You could still anyway. Yes, anyway. Nonetheless, um, apparently, the, the dolls on the market, especially like the Barbie style dolls, the yes. little dress them up in cute little outfits, sure, and have a little playhouse type dolls. Yeah. Uh, were not very satisfactory to one Muslim mother Oh, uh, in France. Uh, she has created a new, uh, very similar to Barbie doll uh, named uh, Jenna. Oh. That, uh, of course, wears a hijab. Yeah, burqa Barbie. Burqa Barbie. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, and uh, she recites verses from the Quran. Oh, great. So it's also oh. a talking Barbie, which Ooh. is a feature that Barbie has, I think, always kind of lacked. She needs to talk to... Oh, actually, to... I remember that there there have been talking Barbies. Have there? Because I remember controversy when a Barbie was released and it would say things, and like one of the things that it would say, and this, this pissed off some feminists, see if you can spot why, <laughs> one of the things that she said was, math is hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Wow. Sitting around in the room that came up with that one. All oh, male boy. room. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, have you looked at Barbie? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was created by a woman. That is true. Yeah. That is true. Anyway. Well, this doll recites uh, verses from the Quran, uh, and you're able to dress her up. She also doesn't have very much makeup on. Okay. Uh, a lot she, less makeup. But she, she, she's she, not one of those whores. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, can you take the hijab off? Can you take the you clothes can take the off? hijab off? The clothes are glued on. Okay, I don't of course. know about the clothes. Oh, you don't. I, know. I, okay. I didn't see. I watched a video on the whole thing, and they never, <laughs> they never showed a naked Barbie. They really should have. They right. should have just as as they're interviewing the woman who created it to start taking the clothes off and be like, now what do you think of this? And hold right. it in front of her. I mean, it is circumcised. So, <laughs> oh god, there is. Oh god. <laughs> oh, there is that. You but hurt my feelings. But the clothes are glued on on top of it. Yeah, so, so you don't know. So don't she, know. You, she and she doesn't talk it. about it. Well, I'm actually surprised she talks at all. She does talk. She just tells you Quran verses. Oh my God! I wonder. I want to know what the Quran verses are. Like, what do you choose? Uh, apparently, they're short for Quran Barbie, and uh, they're they're they picked ones that were easy for a child to memorize. Because you know you're supposed to memorize the whole Quran. Oh, okay. This, this is a thing in Islam. Oh, right? I've only got like half of it memorized. So um, it's important to get the child started early. Yeah. And uh, the family has since uh, moved off to uh, the United Arab Emirates. Oh, sure. Uh, in order to market the uh, the doll throughout the Gulf. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, currently on sale in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, uh, Bahrain, and of course the UAE. And uh, yeah. That's well. There but you go, the little girl. I mean, I saw the video of her playing with it. She just loves it. She's delighted. She's. So I mean, I've, representation is important. So it, you know, I yeah. I can imagine that this is actually a boon to you know, Muslim in a, girls. In actually, in a lot of ways, um, yeah, it has a a, a, a darker skin tone. Um, yeah. To and 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 the mom in in this whole thing, the creator of the doll, was saying that she was really trying to create something that her daughter could look at that also looked like her mother. Yeah. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, that is important. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. It instills value in one's own, you know, right. Identity. If the only dolls that you have don't look like you, and right. you'll start to think like, well, this other group is more important than we are. Right. Which is what has been the sort of message that's gone out to marginalized groups since forever. 
Yeah. So that's that's good. That part of it is fine. The hijab part. The hijab part. And the Quran part, maybe not. What the fuck ever. So much. Uh, I'm going to take us to... So five years ago, uh, a film was released Oh. Uh, called Last Ounce of Courage. I didn't hear about this. It was a Christian film. Oh. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, apparently it had a score of 0%. Is that possible? Yeah. You just got to be really, really, really <laughs> bad. And you've got to be so, like, unnoticed that the Christians themselves don't flood it with, like, 10-star reviews right. so that it, so that it, just to bump up its ratings. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, but they were trying to get noticed, and one of the ways that they tried to get noticed, they're innovators. They wanted to get out there. Yeah. Uh, so what they did was they uh, hired, they had Mike Huckabee. Former oh. governor of wherever he was. Where, Arkansas. Arkansas, right. A presidential candidate. And presidential. Fox News commentator. Yeah. Famed Mike Huckabee. Yeah. Famed Christian oh, Mike yeah. Huckabee. Very famous uh, Christian. Did a robocall for them. Recorded a robocall for them. Oh. Uh, the text of which was something, here's some of it. Do you believe in America, freedom, and liberty? Would you, like me, Mike Huckabee, like to see Hollywood respect and promote tra- traditional American values? Uh, so that's, that's the tone of this thing. Okay. Yeah. They sent it out to 3.2 million people. Oh, They wow. called 3.2 million people How with this that cost? robocall. Well, robocalling, you know, it costs some, but it's, it's, not, it's, a, it's not that expensive. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Uh, unless you realize that robocalling for commercial purposes is against the law if you don't have the permission of the person to make the call. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, the so Telephone in- Consumer Protection Act wow. prohibits such a thing. Uh, and so it's okay for political calls. Because they're not selling anything. Gotcha. Okay. I, that's my sense of it. Okay. I, I am not a lawyer. Uh, however... <laughs> The, Glad ma- you clarified that. the maximum fine for this is five hundred dollars per call, go, 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 go. and they made three point two million of them. Bah, bah, bah. How much did the movie gross? Zero. I don't know. It probably grossed fifteen hundred dollars. I don't know. My guess is they're not going to get this money. Here's the thing. So they weren't. They, so a judge has just ruled uh, that yes, he will have to pay. He the the judge was very kind and knocked it down from five hundred dollars per call to ten dollars per call. So holy mackerel! He still owes thirty two point four million dollars. <laughs> that is oh, nuts. That's, that's a big boo boo. Yep. It's not Huckabee himself that, that that's being sued, of course. It's, no, no, no. of course not. He was he was just a hired it's voice. It's a guy named Gabriel Joseph, who's the uh, who's the the head of the company that made the robocalls. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. So uh, apparently they'll uh, they'll bankrupt themselves uh, in their cleverness. These uh, <sighs> these guys. Well, thank God there's that rule, because we'd be getting robocalls on fucking everything. All the time. It'd be the worst thing ever. We'd have to turn off our phones. I mean, at this rate, they have to, like, pay somebody, you know, in some faraway land. Right. To call us. Yeah. Yeah, huh. so there so you go. Uh, a little prohibitive at the point. At this point. Yeah. Great. Good. Awesome. <laughs> yes. So. Ding these guys. So, yeah. Oh, I guess they're, they're going to go out of business. <laughs> 
Oh, too bad. Well, Dan, you've heard about these floods caused by hurricanes and... What? Or the Hurricane Harvey in Texas. It caused flooding? Flooding. Oh, my goodness. You know. Yeah. Half of Houston, all of Houston was basically underwater. Yeah. Something it turned into an aquarium. 20 trillion tons of water or something yeah. like that. Like some sharks just swimming down the street. There was a Sharknado. Yeah. That went this. That literally real. happened there. <laughs> That's it real. It really did. Well, nonetheless... Um, you know, there's FEMA, of course, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, yeah. swoops in in these situations and has, um, I guess basically, well, they have, they have money that you can apply for. I yeah. guess it's kind of grants in order to rebuild, right? Right. Uh, and to get important services back up and running. They have, they have the funds, they're ready to go. Right. Well, there's three churches in Houston or in the Houston area that are suing to get some of this money so that they can rebuild. They have to sue? They don't just get it? They don't just get it. Actually, the Bush administration, Bush 2, um, decided after the big, well, after Katrina, Katrina. Right. Uh, that churches were not eligible for, for reconstruction monies, um, which actually shocked me. Yeah, that's that came pretty out of the shocking. Bush administration. Yeah, that, that Bush administration, like, right. He's an evangelical. He's, I mean, that's right. that's pretty shocking. Well, we can put this into perspective a little bit, right? There, there are a lot of categories of groups that do not receive funding, and I think once you see what the other categories are, it's like, well, of course, churches don't, right? Right. Uh, I think any reasonable person on either side of the aisle should be able to see why churches don't, um, because the assistant program assistance program focuses on organizations providing public services specifically so it excludes facilities established or primarily used for political athletic religious recreational vocational academic training conferences etc okay so they're really looking at like really truly vital services right not they want to get just your belief they want to get society working again exactly and functioning right and then you're kind and then like the sort of st- like because nobody needs church they say they do right but, but you don't but survival is not right. like church is, has never been needed to survive right um if you had maybe a soup kitchen that you were running to feed the poor or the homeless sure and that was a, a project that was sort of operated by your church you could probably get money for that right actually yeah um the the, the article made it sound like there are exceptions for sure this. um but they're suing because they think that this last decision from the Supreme Court that Gorsuch was involved in, that, uh, what was the decision? I have it right here. It was the case, it was a Supreme Court decision with the Trinity Lutheran playground thing. We talked about it on the show, right? Which, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the ch- it, it, they said that the church cannot be kept from applying for the public grant solely because it's a church. Right. And they're trying to That's weasel right. This in. was a playground for for kids and mm-hmm. and and the schools were getting these grants and yeah. the church wanted it okay. right and so they're trying to weasel their way in sure. on this money reconstruction money for vital services right oh, they'll, they'll probably get this. it they'll probably get it <laughs> yeah they probably will it's, actually it's just, i mean it's really disgusting how this co- country works <laughs> good thing they're uh good thing they've been paying into the system this right. whole time yeah you know and, oh wait oh, oh yeah and that is something to point out but it's also a lot of these organizations that do get the money 
don't pay taxes. Yeah, I, don't, I, so I don't no, think that I that's no the pro- salient point. I don't think it is. Here. I don't. I would, that was just right. a joke. No, I don't. It, I, I don't think it's the salient point. Right. Um, but uh, their lawyer Daniel Bloomberg or Blomberg uh-huh. um, said churches have been told by FEMA we will use you right because they use them as shelters, uh-huh. uh, but we will not help you. Yeah, we're so busy like, helping people yeah. as opposed to institutions right, right now. Right. And so also, wait, this is quid pro quo. Right, exactly. You're, you, as people of faith, are providing your facilities just because you think you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, what how, the fuck, people? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I sympathize. Their shit was probably ruined. And that sucks. Of course but it that's does. that's in, what insurance is for. Right. Your and, insurance is meant to cover that. And as not- soon as your community is back on their feet, they will be able to send like they'll be able to pay their dues right they'll be able to give you tithing or put money in the plate right reconstruction fund sure right you can do that yeah let your community rebuild you after they've been rebuilt you don't need fema right you need aflac (laughs) and that or whatever all right uh moving on uh singapore uh, it's it's one of their it's one of the best months oh, of the year in Singapore. Singapore yeah, uh, apparently, a, in a in a sort of confluence of traditions of Buddhism and Taoism and uh, and Chinese mysticism, uh, in Singapore, it is now uh, the fest the the time of the year when uh, the when the living and the dead the thing that separates the living and the dead the veil. The veil uh, is opened a little bit. Ah, it's spooky times. Really? Uh, when Ooh, all it of, just gave me shivers. When all of the ancestors again. can come back. And so and people leave uh, gifts for them. They leave food for of them. Course. They leave things. So it Why is basically called uh, Hungry Ghost Month. <laughs> and the 15th day... Of hung- Hungry Ghost Month. The uh, Ides of Hungry Ghost that's, Month. That Beware was, the Ides of Hungry <laughs> Right. Uh, is the Hungry Ghost Festival. Okay. Uh, in which people, like, burn offerings all over the place. Apparently it's paper. Paper's the big deal. You, oh. you, you make a... You, you guess what your uh, ancestors might need in the next life. They might need a good car. So you build a big paper car, and you light that shit on fire... Wow. And then, uh, and then they've got a car. This reminds, I'm positive. I saw something on this when I was a kid, <laughs> like some national geographic, something or other. Yeah. Right. Because I remember this really well, actually, like constructing, like you build yeah, things out of paper, you get some clothes, and then lighting them on fire. And then Is that yeah, what you said? I think so. I think they light, light them on, on fire, fire and yeah. then that lifts it up into the, 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 the spirit yeah. kingdom. Sure. Why not? The roots of the festival apparently go back more than 2,000 years awesome. to one of the disciples of the Buddha, mm. uh, Mulian or, oh God, Modgalayana, Modgalayana. Mr. M. Mr. M, uh, who was a disciple who had a vision that his mother was, uh, was suffering okay. in hell, apparently. Oh. Didn't know Buddhists believed in hell. Apparently they do. Okay. Uh, and so on the Buddha's advice, he uh, designated a ceremony 
to uh, to redeem her soul by uh, giving offerings and chanting sutras. Mm, what do you want to have burned for you, Dan? After you're dead, you know it's so hard. You have to predict what the afterlife's going to look like. Know. You know what I, I mean? That's the, that is the hard part. Uh, I'm just, you know what? Build me some uh, seventy-two virgins and burn them. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Make really, them? you want seventy-two virgins? No, I don't. Come on, gross. No, like I, five I, is more than enough. Make a big paper pot of spaghetti. Ooh, and burn it for th- me. That's for you. Yeah, I want that. Ooh, I want. Me. I want wings. I want it like an airplane. Oh, I thought you meant like buffalo wings at first. I was like, oh, I didn't. No, no. I mean, I like <laughs> those wings, but no, no. I want, oh, you want a plane? I want to fly around. Well, you can already fly. You don't know that. You'll be an angel, Wait, Then why did the other one need a car? Come on. That's what I want to know. Come then on, why did, Dan. I want a plane. <laughs> well, because because yeah. he had places to go. You I, know? Want, I want a helicopter. He, he needed to get to work. Yeah, well. In the afterlife. Maybe a hang glider. Run errands <laughs> in the afterlife. <laughs> Well, if you know what you'd want in your afterlife, uh, if you want to know what you want your descendants to burn for you in the afterlife, write <laughs> into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yes, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and uh, click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It is a closed group. Yeah, so nobody will know. Like you can, you can type that you're an atheist, and nobody will ever know if you don't want them to, except the rest of us in the group. Right, but we will let you. We will. Okay, Dan. Yeah, we got uh, do. We got some stuff. Uh, We got play clip. This is good. It's a double header today. <laughs> it's Lance Wallnow, who we've heard on the show a few times, and Rick Joyner. Oh, back together again. Oh, I, I think they need to go on a wacky road trip. They should. Uh, it just seems right. Yeah. Um, they have discovered something very important. Okay, let's hear it. Let's, I, I'm, I'm really curious. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm sure it's going to be good. It's, it's hot and topical. It's a hot topic. So Rick was sharing me something about a word for Bob Jones on Irma. You guys, this is just incredible. So would you share that? Yeah, a few years ago, Bob had a visitation from a couple of angels. One of them was named Charles, and one of them was named Irma. And I'm, I've got to go back and research the details, but he, uh, he, he said in this visitation, the angel named Irma said she was coming to release women into their purpose, into a higher purpose and a higher authority. And there's a lot of details to this, which we'll be posting later, but this angel came with another angel named Charles, and I was watching the Weather Channel yesterday, and it just got my attention when they said Irma, Hurricane Irma is following the same path as Hurricane Charles. Wow. Which I didn't even remember Hurricane Charles, but... uh, Anyway, we've got to research that. We'll be posting some more on it. But I think this there's a whole lot to this. this. There's a message in these storms. So the idea is that the angel spoke to me years ago that there was going to be a release of women to power when that, when that Irma had come through. Is that right. True? So this could be a sign of something, you know. Sure, sure could be. <laughs> there is a message in these storms. First yeah. of all, I... 
the, probably the the least believable thing in that whole thing for me, yeah, is that there's an angel named Irma. I don't know why, <laughs> but like angels, I feel like you need a better name than Irma for your angels. You know, there's a lot of them, Dan, and they all have to have a unique name. Do they? Just like these storms, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, when, when, once a big one's happened, they retire the name. I'll tell you this. Uh, once, uh, I mean, sure, there's an angel named Irma. Uh-huh. There's no archangel named Irma. You're never going to get to archangel. You're never going to get that promotion with a name like Irma. You got to have a grander really name. Good. She's <laughs> really good, Dan. She may be. She's not that good because, uh, as it turns out, the hur- hurricane, there's no, it was Hurricane Charlie, mm-hmm. not Hurricane Charles, just to point well, out. Well, I mean, come on. He goes by Charlie. He goes by Charlie. He goes, they also had completely on. different paths. So, uh, Joyner was up in the night a no, little bit on that's, that. that's not true. They, no. they were both sort of, they did both hit Florida. Good enough. So pretty. I mean, that nails it right there. Yeah, nails it. It's Florida, right? So, so watch out, women. Apparently, apparently, women are going to be released into what? Into their own power. Into power. Released into power. Yeah. Uh, Apparently, they've been caged away from power, which they kind of have been. This is a wonder. They're, They're happy about this. They're. They're excited about powerful women. This is great. Yeah, feminism. Some, is, something is, tells me their vision of powerful women veins. not the same as my vision of powerful women. I don't think they're thinking of you know Hillary Clinton or or Elizabeth Warren when they're thinking of powerful women. Well, what about uh, that uh, the prophetess? What's her name? Oh, that uh, yeah, I don't know her name. I, I can never remember it. I always recognize it when I see it. I feel like I they're thinking of Paula Dean. I feel like whenever they think of powerful women, they're thinking of Paula Dean. <laughs> She's a really good cook. She's an amazing cook. She's a really She's good cook. Sweet, sweet lady. Just a little racist. That's just, all. Just the right and amount. Was, she, just the yeah. right amount of racist <laughs> for it's everyone. Like, it's like a seasoning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Too much oh, pepper no. is bad. Right. It'll overpower everything. Yeah, you don't want that. No, just 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 that little just bit of cayenne racism. Just you, you, you just, just sprinkle toss it in there. Yeah, just just a little pinch, a little toss toss just a pinch. pinch. Yeah, that's good. By the way, those of you who are listening to us, I'm just going to point out uh, on your podcasts as as we've you've done for years, are not getting to see the color combination that's happening on Frank right now. Uh, we are on YouTube. You can check <laughs> us out. And I'm just going to point out that the lime green undershirt. Under the uh, blue button down, oh, he's matching. That pulls out the color of the cuffs. Yeah, and then you got the red socks <laughs> happening. It is fancy time over here. Well, you know, it's fashion. It's hard to compete with you, Dan. So I'm very fashiony. Yeah, I I married into fashion, so <laughs> I have to, I have to keep it up. I'm all on my own, Dan. So <laughs> here you are. So I'm out there. I think it's good. I think we're doing well. Look, I've got I've got fun socks oh, on too. Oh, fun socks. Yeah. Now, have you started doing as the kids are doing and wearing the fun socks but with shorts? I've done that. Whew. I've done it a little Boy, bit. That's a thing. It's a, it's a thing. I'm too old to do that. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we let's talk a little bit about Patreon. Um, yeah. The reason that we have video going on is that we uh, we have people who donate money to us yeah, that's uh, uh, because they they like what what we do. I guess. Yeah. I suppose that's the reason. Right. There could be other reasons. They don't tell us the reasoning. 
Hmm. Um, Some sinister reason. But this was this was a promise that we made once we hit a certain level. Uh, we have further promises that we uh, we're, are hoping to get to once we yeah. hit a higher level of donation. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you would like to become a donor to our show, you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support, uh, the yeah. support bit, uh, the Patreon link, and then you can uh, you can give you can pledge some money to us. We deeply deeply appreciate it. Yeah, it's, it's very 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 helpful. Um, and this week. Uh, we, of course, have to acknowledge Angela, our top donor. Our Lord and Savior. Angela! Angela. Oh, how, how we venerate ye. <laughs> and, uh, and, and you, too, can become a venerated person if you just go to thankgodimatheist.com. Yeah. Thanks. God bless. <laughs> Angela bless. Angela bless you. <laughs> So, Dan. Yes, sir. There is this thing that is a bubbling out there in a Mormonism. Ooh. Uh, they're calling Mormon themselves. Mormon <laughs> They're calling themselves the remnant or the, 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 the remnant movement, right? Yeah. Which is funny because there's already an offshoot of Mormonism called the remnant Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah. So they're kind of getting on somebody else's thing here. Let me tell you, like, sh- we've talked about it a little bit before. But we should mention again the mo- the time that we went to Independence, Missouri. So Independence, Missouri mm-hmm. was for a brief moment the uh, the headquarter area of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Right, the Mormons. Or was it called that at that time? It could just be, have been the Church of Christ because he called it that for a while. Joseph had a Smith. Few names at the beginning, but so who knows what it was called? But this was Joseph Smith's church, uh, and he. And they headquartered themselves in Independence, Missouri, which, for those of you are geographically minded, is just a little ways outside of Kansas City. It's actually, yeah, and it's it's also the center of uh, of a spiritual of, vortex that yeah, goes around of the, the universe. World. Yes. Right? <laughs> the, anyway, well if, it, well, if you push all the continents together, <laughs> it's, it's it's right in the middle. It's the center of Pangea. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It's right there. It's absolutely not that. Um, <laughs> but it is uh, kind of in the middle of the United States, so that's good. Centrally located, yeah. Uh, so at this place, there are, the, it is now the headquarters of the the community, community of Christ, of Christ yep. which used to be called the Reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, yep. which was one of the first and still the largest split-offs from... Arguably the first true Mormon movement, because the Brighamites are an offshoot. It's hard to know who's the offshoot. <laughs> they would Just have... because you're the biggest group doesn't mean that you didn't break off of what Joseph Smith's intentions yeah, were. Yeah, so Joseph right? Smith had said that his son was going to be yeah. the next prophet, and, uh, and Joseph Smith's first wife, and the only wife that the community of Christ acknowledges. They acknowledged. They're, they're coming around on the whole polygamy thing. What? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> who the fuck cares? But 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 not in like it, just accepting the history, right? They that, that so it, that it was this shameful moment. Okay, you know. They're, so so they uh, they had uh, they broke off with Emma Smith and her son, who was twelve at the time, I think, or something like that. 
but she was like, he's going to be your prophet. You don't right. have to do it now. And then, so they're, they're one thing. And then other offshoots broke off. And in that area of Missouri, yeah, there's like a five mile radius. It's got like 10 or 12, just yeah. little one-off Mormon like congregations. Yeah. It's crazy. It's town. amazing. Yeah. Including that remnant one. Well, the remnant's actually pretty large. It's like two or three hundred thousand people. Yeah, that was one of the ones that splintered off of the re- the reorganized the church. Christ, yeah, because the career because those guys are kind of awesome, and they kept doing things like ordaining women to the priesthood right. and like being cool with gay people and right. all of that sort of thing. And every time they did that, there they, was a group of them that was like, "No, we want to remain yeah. hateful," and they broke off and did their own thing. Yeah, and so specifically, the remnant left when. They ordained women and announced they were going to be building the temple. Right. If I, I remember those those things kind of coincided around the same time. So they literally built a church right across the street. Yeah. Or, or there was a church and they bought it. I don't know what happened. I have no clue. They're but, literally right across the street from the temple right. of their... Right. Uh, anyway. and yeah, so there's... But anyway, so there's so, a long tradition in history in Mormonism and in most religions, as it turns out. Right. Of offshooting. Yeah. Well, I think that, like, if you look at sort of the broader, like, Protestant movement, you don't even think about it at a certain point, right? Like, uh, Joe Blow, pastor, wants to be a pastor, right. has maybe went to Bible college or whatever, and it's his time, and he goes and he starts up, you know, his little baptist whatever from, but he was a Baptist over here and blah, blah, blah. Right. No, nobody begrudges him of that. No. It's just kind of, oh, oh, he's going and starting a church, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. It's, blah. it's, it's and, church entrepreneurism yeah. in the evangelical movement. And, and granted, he sort of comes with the 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 set of beliefs that are typical of Baptists and whatever right. Baptist movement he's specifically a part of. Right. But, like, if but he, he started preaching a little bit of this and a little bit of that and left out a little bit of that and this, it, nobody would go crazy about and he that. Could, and he could, and at any time, like, they... Sometimes you'll hear about them like leaving this sect of Baptistism and going yeah. to that one. Or, sure, right. You know, we're Methodists now. Congratulations. That would be pretty bold. That would be bold. <laughs> uh, but, but but there's there's a lot of this that that you know it, it just kind of you don't necessarily think about it. And it's not them, a centralized right? religion, right? And so they're not responding to. It's not a schism that's taking place. No, here, no, no. Right. Um, they're just going they and doing are, little seed churches. They are permanently schized. Yeah. All of these. They're yeah. schized completely. The schized happened forever yeah. ago. But nonetheless, um, so in Mormonism, there is, especially in the brand of Mormonism that surrounds us, it's a very centralized, very church that has it, it's, can, it's it, a lot of control yeah. on the individual congregations. The centralized church owns all the facilities, all the money that's collected at the local level funnels up to yeah. the, like immediately, like it gets deposited into a bank account and goes straight to the downtown church. Right. They, and uh, then they divvy out the money. They do later. it all. It right. is, it is, they are in control. Yeah. And so interesting that now there's this little movement. Uh, a few years ago, a dude by the name of Denver Snuffer. Great name. Uh, Great fucking name. <laughs> he's been, he'd been writing some books about, you know, having your own personal relationship with God and everything. Sure. And then, then he came out with one um, and started claiming that he had seen God. Right. He'd has, yeah. He had his own little meeting with Jesus. Yeah. And he wrote a how-to book of how to have a similar experience. And the Mormon church 
uh, asked him to back off. Yeah, please don't make us look any crazier than we already look. Right. Please. Well, and because they're so centrally controlled, only the real higher ups get to have their moment with Jesus. Well, okay. Right. So, the, I mean, Mormon theology says anybody can have personal revelation. Sure. So it's possible. Right. About yourself <laughs> and about the people over whom you have stewardship. Right. 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 Um, and this whole, like, um, mean, meeting up with Jesus, there is sort of this, there is a, there is this idea in Mormonism of having your calling and election made sure. You've heard that phrase mm. before. No, maybe not. I don't know. Um, the, you can have, you can, there's a moment when you, as like a super Mormon, can have your, your Jesus moment. Uh-huh. Right. And Jesus appears to you and he says, y- you know, hey, you're in. Yeah. You know, like, nice. don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> You, we, you, I got you, boo. Yeah, you're you're coming to the to the best place when you die. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, it's not a commonly taught belief, but go ask a Mormon who's really into it about calling and elections being made sure, and they'll they have huh. they'll know about this. Okay. Especially like return missionaries, they'll have talked about it. They'll sure. know about it. Uh, but nonetheless, um, he basically was preaching. Hey. You, 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 you can do that. Yeah. You can go have your Jesus moment, right? And that really upset some people. Well, anyway, so there's this offshoot group, and they are, uh, they estimate between five to 10,000 in numbers. So small, but like big for a small group. Big for a small group. And, <laughs> does that make any sense? <laughs> does that mean anything? <laughs> well, and apparently um, there have been a number of congregations, number of wards around uh, the Salt Lake area that have actually had a couple families leave mm. for it. Like, and, and, and they're really, so there are congregations that are starting to feel a little bit of, uh, feel hey, the, this is, this is pinch. happening, right? Yeah. Um, and this is, we should note that, uh, Snuffer was a convert to the LDS church yeah. in the seventies. Yeah, he was a member for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, he was a convert. But his goal is not to get people away from Joseph Smith's teachings. No. His it's, goal is to get them back to it. Yeah. Because the current church right. has, has, has strayed. They, they, are, they are just, they're, they're just cruising right now. Yeah. They're not really working for it. Well, and, you know, because one of the things that Joseph Smith really talked about was the idea of continued revelation and of, you know, this, of having, because this. Yeah, know, of course, Joseph Smith talked about it. He had to keep revealing, he had to keep having revelations to answer questions people had. Right. But. It, in in the spirit of Joseph Smith and in the spirit of yeah. continued revelation, that's what uh, Snuffer uh, is is promoting in this movement. Yeah, right. And so he, it, it's a decentralized movement. They they're basically being the 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 exact opposite of the downtown church. Yeah. They're, they're, if if they can do something differently than than the mainstream Mormons. Uh, they will do it. <laughs> so well, and part of that is that they're like they're democratic in yeah. in how they, like they vote for how they what like they believe everything. in and stuff. Yeah. They just because they believe that everybody gets to have personal revelation and then the most personal revelations in this direction wins. Like right. who would who like if 80 of us have personal revelation that we're supposed to believe this and 200 have personal revelation in the other way, the 200 wins. It, it makes you wonder why <laughs> God told those people something different. Yeah. 
They, d- I mean, they ate the wrong Cheerios that morning. Who knows? Who, who can say? It's yeah. That's who that's can say? Tricky. Um, nonetheless, uh, it's 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 an interesting. Thing. They just canonized their uh, their scriptures. Oh, uh, so which include Joseph Smith's scriptures, the Book of Mormon. With the book, the Book of Mormon. Apparently, they've gone back to an earlier, an edition. earlier edition. Okay, my, yeah, is, because is what my understanding is it's been changed a lot. Yeah, over the years, um, and they are definitely. I can't remember if they did much editing on the Book of Mormon itself, mm. but what they did do some serious editing on is the Doctrine and Covenants. Oh, which, that's that's a Mormon a Mormon scripture that uh, that was written. So, so the Book of Mormon purports to be not written by Joseph Smith, but right. translated by Joseph Smith, written Correct. by ancient American peoples, uh-huh. yeah, Mesoamerican or whatever. But they've edited the, the Doctrine and Covenants. So, the, but the, the Doctrine and Covenants is written by Joseph Smith, yeah, and it's uh, and it's uh, it's his personal revelations. His stuff. personal revelations that have largely to do with uh, the organization of the church. Some and some new guidelines for why I get healthy to fuck living. other women and yes and of course polygamy is spelled out <laughs> in the doctrine and covenants. Which, so um, they've edited that they've edited it and I don't have it right in front of me but they've given it a new name it's kind of called like the the teachings and commandments or right, something like that right and it's, it's the same thing only different words right but so a lot of it has been written by Snuggle himself Snuggle Snuffer. Oh. Snuffer. I love Snuggle. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Snuffer, Denver Snuffer. <laughs> Which Denver Snuffer? How is that either not like the name of a m- serial murderer, the Denver Snuffer in Colorado? <laughs> Or a Muppet. It could be a Muppet. Denver Snuffer seems like you don't know which direction that one's going to go. To be perfectly honest with you, uh, that's amazing. I, here's what I here's what I wanted to get at with this okay. whole discussion. Yeah, is that. I think what we've hit on with this is that there are two uh, parts of the human psyche at play mm. in this thing. Okay. I mean, you could boil it down. I don't. I don't want to use the words like uh, progressive and 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 conservative. Right. But it almost does. I mean, th- I think it's the same impulse, which is okay. there's the impulse to, I need the rules to stay the same. Right. And I need consistency and i need that that so people who are who stay in a church there's a lot of people who just want that right but then there's this other side of people who want to be part of a movement some part of something that's happening part of something that is has energy that has life and it's it's evolving uh, right and it's exciting yeah and it's a little scary because because it feels less sure but it feels but you're a part of history, and you're moving forward. And even better, you're part of God's history, part right. of His plan. You're a key you know what? player. You're not part of history. You're part of the future. <laughs> They're the history. Yeah, you're yeah. the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that I mean that's what got Joseph Smith's crew going in the first yeah. place. You know that that excitement. Yeah. Uh, and I think, but and it's not just a Mormon phenomenon. We, no, I've, no. We've read about uh, Jehovah's Witnesses that have broken off. Sure, we've heard. We, I mean, Judaism has some fascinating offshoots, right? Like I just looked up a thing, you know, a thing that's like off. So you know, the whole Hasidic thing uh-huh. was a was an offshoot, and then there's offshoots of that, right? There's offshoots of offshoots of offshoots, and the you know. And of course, obviously, Protestantism is just was one giant big 
just shooting off a of, melange right of uh of offshoots of of, uh, of, of offshoots off of of the uh the catholic church uh-huh. uh and probably christianity as a whole it's an offshoot of judaism offshoot of judaism and maybe yeah. you know with some other sort of mystical things from that area thrown in you just pick you pull yeah you you get the things that work for you and that and that's what this is this is people making you know they're trying to understand the universe that they live in right and rather than looking at something a little bit more reliable like you know we've like chosen to do like the universe uh, like yeah like yeah like whatever you can see whatever you can perceive and measure right and test and and all sure right but like um They've chose that this is how they're trying to make sense of their lives, and this is how they're trying to do it. And they are adapting some other belief system to suit their current needs, sure. And you get for better or for worse, so right? Like, so and I think what happens is you've got a congregation of people, some of whom are very settled and happy, Mm -hmm. some of whom are itchy, Mm -hmm. and that itch is always going to be there, right. And then you get one charismatic person right. who's able to scratch that itch yeah. just the right way. Well, and suddenly, you know, a flame is lit. Yeah, well, and it depends on how many I'm people are I'm mixing metaphors left and right here. Yes, but how many people are feeling that same way? Right. Right. How many, people's, uh, how many people are going to respond to that same message? How, uh, you know. Right. And, so, and, and the message, you know, and so like Joseph Smith's original message as translated through Brigham Young and then into all of the people that have gotten the Mormon church, the downtown Salt Lake church to where it is now. Right. That has, that has gone stale. It is. It's stagnant it's completely. Very stale. Yeah. Uh, which is, which is great for a lot of their members. Right. But there's going to be that group of people <laughs> that need that little bit more. Yeah. Oh, I just want to be part of something big. It's supposed these are the latter days. We're gonna, you know, we need yeah. Jesus and we need and you know, you don't I just now they don't thing, want to rock the boat because right. if somebody says something crazy like Jesus came and talked to me, mm-hmm. it feels like like yeah. if the prophet says, you know, Jesus was in my room and here's what he said, it better be good. Yeah. And if it's cuckoo, then you're we're in trouble. Right. So that even when you know, I heard stories about the recent uh mormon you know thomas monson well mormonism came out with that horrific policy about uh demonizing about like sort of ostracizing the children in of gay people, gay, uh, of gay yeah. people uh-huh. in the church yeah uh that people like died in the wool mormons hate that policy but the 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 word on the street the underground word is that what happened was the prophet said God told me this and nobody else could argue with it. But did they publicize that? Hell no, they didn't publicize that because anytime you say that you risk just being a lunatic, being a crazy person. Well, and so you start with a lunatic. Yeah. You might get a second lunatic after the first lunatic, you know, it's the L Ron Hubbard. And then you get the, uh, the David Miscavige, who's a a genuine lunatic, like a crazed asshole. Right. But uh, but after that, it just it has to just sort of even its shit out, right? Or like everybody, because now they've got something to lose. You know, they they right. start to gain enough followers, and they've got something to lose. 
But yeah. Snuffer doesn't have anything to lose. Not at this point. Well, also, he really pushes back on being called a prophet. Oh, that's He's true. not the leader of the movement. He's clever. Even though he's a respected member of the movement, clearly. And there's a lot of people who really listen to what his perspective on issues are. Right. Apparently. And he is the leader of the movement. He is. He's the de facto leader. He's but, not. Yeah. He has not set himself up at, as Joseph Smith did, or definitely not like Brigham Young did, right. of being... You know, this control freak, you know, this is my thing. I'm the I this I'm running it. Yeah. And I'm gonna fuck whoever I want. Right. Right. Yeah. Because that's ultimately why you lead a cult. Sure. You know. Eventually you wanna fuck people. It gets around to fucking. Yeah. At some point. <laughs> it always does. So that that's actually in in a strange way, uh well, I have a little bit of hope for these folk. <laughs> I wanna see this thing flourish. Well, because it will hurt the downtown church, and I'm, I'm, I would love to see that happen on some level. Um, and I'd like to see, like, Utah disrupted a little. Yeah. Something new bubbling around. Okay. You know? Sure. Um, like, I'm rooting for them. <laughs> I'm pulling hard. Good. Like, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll uh, contribute to their GoFundMe. Help, just, them, just help them build their temple. Join up. Yeah. Join I'm up. I'm not going to join. Fuck join that em. shit. I'm not going to any of their weirdo meetings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be... That'd be a little nuts. Well, I, you know, I, I kind of want to hear from people. Like, if any of our listeners, you out there in the world, are, are familiar with an offshoot of your uh, particular f- uh, faith that you grew up with, maybe you grew up in an offshoot. Um, possible. We've heard from people who grew up in cults. Yeah, sure. So let us know. Uh, write into us. Podcast at ThankGodImAtheist.com. Or you could call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. That's right. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click that like button. And while on Facebook, you can search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we let you in, and then you're inside this great commu- online community of yeah. like-minded people. It's private. Yeah. It's awesome. Some of those people include Mackenzie, who does our uh, Facebook page. Thank you so much to you, uh, Mackenzie. You're amazing. Hi. <laughs> Waving at you on the video. Uh, and uh, thanks to uh, Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their hard work as moderators in the mo- in the Members Only Lounge. And thanks to uh, Gordon Johnston and the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. Yes, indeed. And thank you, dear listener, for uh, for and dear viewer. For tuning in to us, we sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.